Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. How exciting to have a new guest in the year 2022. And uh, what better way than to start off talking about cultural limitations, cultural baggage, all those wonderful things. So I have a beautiful soul. Her name is Hilsa Fort Martinez, and she's a licensed bilingual therapist, also a writer, a speaker, and she's based in Miami, Florida. And she's been practicing for over 30 years, specializing in conflict resolution, family relationships, and women's transitions. Ilsa is dedicated to guiding people in discovering and creating new paths that will turn their lives around. She is compassionate, caring, and has a no-nonsense approach that makes her an entertaining and dynamic speaker. She also has significant experience working with the corporate world as part of their employee wellness programs. She frequently lectures on various mental health topics, including stress management, leadership, and team building skills and goal settings. Hilsa can and create specifically tailored workshops for your organization needs. I'm very excited to have her today. Um, she is thoroughly qualified to talk to us about what really breaks us down as Latinas. And uh, she's going to give us some, some tips and some hacks. So without further ado, this is Hilsa. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have such a beautiful soul here. And how fortunate are we to talk about self-help therapy, mental wellness to set us up for the this year because there's so much going on on this planet yes. and we can get really chaotic 
in our brains, in our hearts, mm -hmm. in our souls. And so I'm excited to have here Hilsa Fortz Martinez, who has been a therapist now for over 30 years. So amigas, she <laughs> has done a lot. She's seen every kind of relationship known uh, to yes. this planet, <laughs> to known to this planet. And so that's why she needs to be here to talk to us, how we can break away from these cultural limitations and baggage that we have. So thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. I really appreciate this. We're, when I can get an opportunity to have conversations, particularly with, with younger Latina women to really, you know, step into their own, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Ah, oh, music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hilsa, I, you're from Miami, but I know that you're Latina, so let's mm -hmm. talk about that. Like, you were born in Miami. Uh, what's, your, what's your familial relationship? Just so we can um, get perspective. Actually, I was born in Cuba, in Havana, Cuba, but I came over to the States very young, under a year old. Uh, my parents were part of the um, Cuban Revolution and the political refugees. Mm -hmm. To this day, you know, uh, my, my mother is still alive at, at 91 and uh, kicking, absolutely yes! kicking. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that. Absolutely kicking. And um, she... Um, you know, they still consider themselves political refugees. So I grew up very much within the concept of um, we came to the States. It wasn't our choice, but we're going to be grateful. We're going to be appreciative. We're going to do, you know, we're going to kind of grow and, and learn here. Uh, but remember your heritage because this wasn't our choice to, to be here kind of thing. And that, that was a big foundation um, thing for me about really being able to be um, work hard and then and then play hard and and work hard and then celebrate your wins and that kind of thing. Oh yes, absolutely. So here's the thing: it wasn't your choice to come to this country, but then there was a decision and a choice for you for your future. So tell mm -hmm. us about that, please. Well, I mean, for my parents, they were very much uh, uh, about education. So for my parents, it was um, every little piece of paper that you could get up to put on the wall was very important to them. OK. Yeah. And and that really meant that, you know, we were uh, really being, again, appreciative, grateful for the opportunities to be here. So um, for me, that piece was was always exciting, you know, learning and and wanting to to do. Um, now, my father was an attorney. And so Jacqueline, like, you know, a good Hispanic child, a good Latina child, you're supposed to do what they have as expectations for you. Right. So I was supposed to be an attorney. And and I promise you, Jacqueline, I tried. I really tried to be <laughs> this journey. I don't blame you. I don't uh, blame my you, father <laughs> wanted that for sure. And I really tried, but really what called me always was uh, my, my father was a big believer in, in the law and in the in the due process and and all of those kinds of things that right that threw them uh uh, forced them to to kind of leave Cuba was that whole concept of not being having those kind of freedoms. So my father was very much about helping people that way, and I was really drawn to helping people at a more of a of a of an emotional and at a soul level versus the law. And yes. so you know, 
he resisted me for a while, but eventually did understand that we were both really kind of trying to do the same thing and from different perspectives. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I could completely understand that because, right, the law is very linear. You know, right. it's like you, you, there's no heart and soul, if you will. You kind of have right. to forget that, which is something, which is, uh, is what has, I mean, along the way, I pivoted my entire career, uh, which I realized like, wow, my soul and my heart is craving something else. It's not, mm -hmm. I cannot stand in this uh, masculine energy anymore. This is not me. This might've right. been me 20 years ago when I started, but not mm -hmm. anymore. Right. And so just coming to know that about yourself is fantastic mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. ordinarily most you know, Latinas would be like, okay, dad, I'll do whatever you want me to do, right? right. But exactly. you followed your path, which is incredible. It was tough, like you said. It's yeah. it's part of the things of, of how we do this. That's why, like I said, I really love talking to um, younger women such as yourself that are really, you know, trying to sort some of these things out and to just kind of say, hey, you know, it, it can happen. You can you can find your path and then follow it and pick yourself up and dust yourself off and um, run into the uncertainty and 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 instead of right running from it, let's embrace the uncertainty and. I know, and and, and uncertainty is where you have more growth in life, right? And um, I have found for me, it's like, oh my God, when this whole like, and for me, the shift, I mean, I was going nuts. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I realized, you know what, what's going to make me happy? You know, mm -hmm. I got to, I got to, I, I got to take care of Jackie, mm -hmm. you know, because right. if I don't take care of Jackie, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. So I'm excited for you to tell us like, okay, so you went into the world of therapy and obviously through that world of therapy, you've been learning all the signals of what, what uh, empowers women, what disempowers them. What, what's your advice for a woman who, um, you know, is at that crossroads like me or young where mm -hmm. they're like, I don't know where to do. Where do I go? Right. 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 And I, and I think that that's a good good point because we could be at that crossroads at any point in our chronological life, anyway. Right. I right. mean, it's it's pretty common for us to to not know what the heck we want to do when we are in our twenties, and if we're pursuing a, a a more formal education to try to figure out well what's my major going to be. That that's not uncommon. But then, you know, we hit 30, we can hit 40, we can even hit 50 and really say, well, this, this is not calling me anymore, as you were saying, you know, I, I forgot that you were an attorney by training, you know, yeah. so, so you definitely get what I was saying to you about my dad. Yeah. Um, I, I have to tell you that first and foremost, what I talk about with uh, both my friends, but, but clients is, um, two things for us as women in general, but definitely as Latina women. Okay. We got to learn how to say no, Jackie, mm -hmm. you know, that two letter word for us as Latinas is like a complete taboo. 
Yes. It's just not allowed. In some families, it's overtly not allowed. In other families, right, it's more subtle, it's more covert, Mm -hmm. where, yeah, but the expectation is, yeah, but well, what do you mean you're you're not going to do that? You always do that, whatever that is, right? So I start with women talking to them about what are your values? What's important to you? Hopefully, if it's a woman that's older, you can say, well, what are your values now versus what were your values when you were 20? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I hope that they've been some shifts, right? Right, right. So that from that place of self, right, from that place of the, the capital S, that you can start to then, you know, set some of these paths the saying no is is crucial. The second point that I say to them is I really try to help them make the distinction between what is selfish and what is for the self. For a lot of us, right, as women, that resonates for you, I see, right? Oh, my God. Right. Mira, mira, no, no, no. No es por nada, right. pero sí. Yeah, right. yeah. And I think yeah. everyone out there listening to this podcast can completely understand right. that. Right. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a, a lesson that I learned more, you know, oftentimes personally versus professionally. But, but definitely, as you said, as Latina women, we're taught, it doesn't matter that it's this, the 21st century, you know, versus, you know, the 19th century, we're taught as women to be mas madre que mujer right? Yes, yes, yes. To be, you know, the backbone of the family. And so while those are absolutely important values, absolutely, you know, crucial uh, foundational things, um, you know, one of the benefits of living in the U.S. is that that doesn't have to be my only perspective. I can do some of that and do. So I really talk to them about Tell me what it means to you to be selfish. Okay. And so they'll start, right? What do we usually say? Oh, selfish just means, you know, that that's bad. That's bad to be selfish. And I said, well, what if you capitalize it for me? Can you, can you put the capital S in selfish? No, it's the same. It doesn't, you know, it's not a good thing. And so it's a whole conversation, sometimes many conversations uh, with women, particularly where they are in in that process, right? Because, you know, millennials might be able to say, well, yeah, self is about me. But women of my age, women who are recent immigrants, for example, that come then, right, from more traditional countries and so forth, that it's a, it's a bad concept. So the idea of really learning to step into, right, to really intentionally step into, it's absolutely crucial that we figure out what the self with a capital S is and how to like, I don't know, you know, celebrate it and, and like figure out its passions and really help them understand that when you do that, everything else falls into place. Yes. Right. Yes. I love this. But there's, oh. that's scary, Jackie, yeah. right? That's scary because that means I have to go up against mommy or papi and say, listen, no puedo. I can't do that. I, it, 
you know, I got to go out of town for business. Or, mommy, no puedo hoy con las niñas. I really need to have um, a coffee with my girlfriend. Y bueno, y las niñas, y qué van a comer, y qué van a hacer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y pues, pues tú eres la mamá, tú tienes que hacerlo. Tú tienes que hacerlo. Yeah. I remember those conversations with my mother and with my mother-in-law, even more. <laughs> about, <laughs> eh, papá puede, papá puede hacerle un sandwich. El papá puede, you know, eh, pick up food, you know. So those kinds of boundaries, and it goes back to, you know, the first one, but really being able to carve out who we are within our families, within our passions, within all of that. And then, you know, Jackie, create a, a tribe, you know, right? Create a tribe of people that are going to support you in that. Um, because our families may want to. I mean, you know, my father tried to support me in being a psychotherapist and, and things. But if they don't really have those skills, then What's your tribe? Who are the people that are going to say, yeah, it's okay. They can have a sandwich. They're, they're not. Nadie se está muriendo aquí de mala nutrición or anything like that. <laughs> Especially here in America. I mean, come on. Exactly. You know, there's wasted food to be, I mean, to be quite frank, right. right? I bring up the food because that's always been, you know, a very Latino kind of thing, right? And for my right. mother-in-law, food was love. And if you yeah. didn't cook, that meant you weren't doing, you know, your, your, your job. job. Yeah, your job as a mother, as exactly. a wife, exactly. like exactly. who's, who's going to cook for your husband? Right. <laughs> I'm okay. like, okay, and those days, like, I'm like, uh-uh, those days are over. Right. Okay. <laughs> I live no here. El, you know, delivery, right. pickup, all of that works. Yeah. Post that, was, <laughs> that was really, and that is still very hard. Miami is a very, um, could be a very insular community as large as it is um and as you know kind of the gateway to the americas or so it could still be a very insular uh community yeah. and and those two things the ability to say no and the ability to really honor the, the self with the capital s um i find that is you know still even in the 21st century, even as long as I've been practicing, Jackie, is still a real challenge for a lot of, um, for a lot of women, for a lot of Latina women. Yeah, no, I, I, and I, I see that too. Mm -hmm. uh, because, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things, like, we are people pleasers by nature, right? Right. And to get away from that mm -hmm. is going to take some you know, risk for some, right. some women is going to take a lot of risk, a lot of risk, right. you know, and to say, no, I don't want to go to that party right. mm -hmm. where your, your familia is all critical. And like, they just, you know, I mean, cause right. that does happen, you know, Absolutely. in a lot of families. Absolutely. So it, it's finding that self, you know, mm -hmm. I always say, and I learned this from Abraham Hicks is that Be selfish so that you can be able to pour over onto to others. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, yeah. the other things that, that fall into place as we were talking about is that that if if you have if you feel full, if you feel um, some life satisfaction, if you feel energized, then you have something to offer. I was always a much better mother when I went to work or when I had that cup of coffee with my girlfriend. I would come home happy to see them. I mean, my girls are 
grown women themselves now at this point, but when they were little. Yeah, uh, yeah. For my mother-in-law, it was very hard for her to understand que yo voy a ir a tomarme esta taza de café. I'll be back in two hours. And so she's babysitting so that I could go out to have a cup of coffee. Oof, that was that was really tough for her. Yeah, that's probably like a no-no for a lot of a lot of amigas out there because, you know, yeah, I, I completely understand that. Right, I mean, right. I to this day, I still get the las miradas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what do you mean you're gonna leave? What do you mean mm -hmm. you're gonna leave your kid with your husband? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I need to. Uh huh. Right. I have, and I, and, and your and my husband. His father, her father, is perfectly capable. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know. I know. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> so, okay. So let's see. Okay. So now this is part of the whole. Like you know, this is the baggage that as Latinos we carry. You know, and so identifying these signals, I'd love to. You know, um, how can we? I mean, I know that the first thing is for us to like, okay, realize, like, say no. That would probably be the first thing. Say no. So now that I said no, what's next? Right. What do you do with that? What okay. do you do because with that? The, the beauty of saying no also is, you know, because um, we make it sound real easy, right? Uh, but you and I know, both know, Jackie, and I'm sure that your audience knows, saying no is not easy. And and in some of our families, it's not easy. You didn't tell my father no. Right. Okay. Only my mother could tell him no. The rest of us really could not tell him no. So it's a little word, very powerful and very scary, right? So what do you do with that? I mean, I, I really like to encourage people in general that when, they go, when they're gonna begin this process, this journey of you know, really identifying what's important to you and really wanting to start to honor your person, because it's going to be what's going to help others that you kind of have this practiced a little bit like let's just not go in there in the middle of an argument and say well no and no to you and no to you and I'm not doing anything that anybody wants <laughs> right that's not usually sustainable right so boundaries are best set quietly and firmly mm. okay lovingly even if you can get there depending on the dynamics, quietly, lovingly, and firmly. I'd really love to go to that event. I'm going to put it on my calendar for next year. Okay. Can't make it this year. Okay. So that there are ways that you practice though, because most of us don't have this language, right? Jackie, I mean, most of us no, don't have no. this language. No. You know? no. Um, and, and so we want to be able to practice what are going to be the boundaries that you want to set. And I obviously also let's not start with trying to do everything at once. If you've got a family that's very uh, intense or, or you're very involved with your family, your extended family, again, I wouldn't start off saying no, 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 no. But rather pick one or two things, you know. In, in my case with my, my mother-in-law, again, was a cook. That's what she did. I'm sure that you can guess that cooking is not my thing. <laughs> And that is not my forte. I can cook, but I don't have that connection to cooking being this wonderful way for me to connect. I connect with my kids or my, my friends or family in different ways. Mm -hmm. So really being able to step away from 
okay, you can cook. Um, I appreciate that you cook. And I'm going to do this while you're cooking. Now that takes practice. Yeah. A, a little bit of a sense of self, like you said, because when it comes back at you, if you can't sustain that, if you can't enforce it, then, you know, yeah. la baja, as we say. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 It all falters. I mean, it you got it. Yeah. We, we, Definitely need to learn how to practice the art of boundaries. Yeah, the which art is, of boundaries. Love that. You know, which is is um is something that it can be very challenging. Mm -hmm. Definitely doable, but I think you know, as you were saying, it's like okay, let's do baby steps, if you will, mm -hmm. like right. setting the boundary of like okay, you know, I'm not gonna help out with making food. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be doing this other thing, but right. doing it in a loving and caring, compassionate way to, right. you know, get your point across that this is not something that you want to do. And right. I and I and I love that you're saying this because amigas out there who are listening to uh, the podcast, let we need to realize that here and come to self and say, like, in the year 2022, I'm going to start setting my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and start small right small. yeah baby steps baby, baby steps, steps you know because baby it's steps. not you know like you said you can't be saying no 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 right okay. <laughs> right away exactly it, and they and they won't believe you that you know it's going to be harder to enforce than if you say well you know every saturday one to two that's my time i'm going to go off and do something and you have to work through your own, right? What do we have? Mom guilt and, um, you know, the extended family. And for some women, well, what, what do I do with myself for an hour? I don't even know. Right. right. Figuring, and especially, I think the older you are, if you're learning this practice older in your life mm -hmm. and you didn't put friendships in your equation in your community i right. i bet it could be even more challenging to absolutely. say no absolutely oh wow amigas out there start setting your boundaries don't don't be alone when you get older because lord knows we need the community right. we need a community yeah. of this like-minded like-minded individuals like right you know like they because there's toxicity in family relationships and in other friendships. And so it is our, our opportunity to start like, okay, wait a minute. Is, do I really want this person to be a part of my community? Mm -hmm. Again, it's a boundary. So maybe, right. you know, we, we start right. looking maybe at our you, inner Maybe circuit. you start there, right? Maybe yeah. you start in an outer relationship versus, you know, the, the family one. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. you just there's boundaries that you can make and create to make your 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 happy place and be more self, right? More right. of self. So, oh, I love this conversation. So, now for those amigas out there that all they do is like say yes, people pleasing, but they don't mm -hmm. understand this whole boundary. Like, mm -hmm. do you see what happens? Like, I'm sure there's burnt out. When that happens, 
like sure. completely. Mm -hmm. So what, what can we do to help those amigas who are experiencing burnt out? You know, and you've probably seen it and heard it from your, your friends, your family, your audience, particularly these last two years, you know, with the whole pandemic thing, we've seen how that type of enclosure, while some of us really come from extended families that really like to do everything together and, and all of that, you've seen that that type of, uh, of I call it an enclosure. It's not always isolation. Sometimes it could be insulation, right? Where that's like a warm and fuzzy feeling, but that really the the idea of, of being able to just break out a little bit of time for yourself. You know, when I talk to, to women, Jackie, that really that really don't have any idea where to start with this, like, like you said. And it's very scary because they are going to have to go up against some pretty formidable people in their lives, in their circles, right? Um, I tell them to start with really something small, you know, if they have, let's say, little children. So when they have babies and the baby is napping, I say to them, okay, Let's not do laundry dishes, um, cook a meal. When the baby's napping, let's take those 30 minutes. Maybe we get lucky and it's an hour, right? And that's your time. And then I have a whole conversation with them about, well, what would you do with that time, right? Because the baby's sleeping. We can't go anywhere. Okay, what can you do to just begin that whole idea of nurturing yourself? right? We nurture our babies, we nurture our families. What, you know, so I, I asked them, depending on who they are, what rocks your world or what makes your heart sing, you know, some kind of question that really is about them kind of going inside, okay? And if their children are older, then I might use, okay, so when they're in school, where's there an hour in the eight to three that's usual school time that you could do something for yourself? I don't care what it is. You know, you flip through a magazine, you walk around the block. I, I don't care. Right. Because as my the point that I hit hard with them on is that when your kids get older, middle school to high school, they don't want to be with you. Just like we didn't. Right. Yeah, exactly. So when yeah. They don't want to be with you. Then you're going to look around and you're going to say, money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? right. So I, I encourage them. Hey, let's plan ahead. For the day when your kid says to you, I mommy, please, behame. So we're not devastated. Right, right. right. Yeah, and then and then, like for the empty nesters as well. Like right. you, exactly. you, you put everything and now you don't know what to do. You don't know what to and do with you, your spouse. Exactly. You don't know what to do with yourself. Right. Now, you know, I always use the example of moms because a lot of times many of my clients are moms or are, are new moms or, or older moms like that. But, you know, this is the conversation is the same whether you have children or not. You know, if you are a, a, a Latina woman that is used to taking on, overextending themselves, right? Everything is, you know, yo soy la que resuelvo. That's how we say kind of in Cuban Spanish, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yo soy la que resuelvo. And you look around, though, and you don't really have anything that really provides satisfaction, that really provides a sense of, uh, of contentment. And so oftentimes these women come into my office, Jackie, and what they're saying is, 
I just want to be happy. Pero no saben por dónde empezar. Yeah. No saben qué es lo que los hace feliz. No. Yeah. Porque yo yeah. resuelvo. I just take care of things. What do you need, Jackie? You need a plant? You need a cup of coffee? You need that? Yo te voy a resolver. But then you ask me, well, what do you want? Yeah. And no saben. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and it's a starting from, again, that capital S. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think oftentimes, Unfortunately, there's this stigma of seeking out therapy because mm -hmm. estás loco, estás loca. Right. right. And here you are, no, I just want to take care of myself. Right. Right. So let's like break the damn stigma. Like right. we, we, we hire people for mm -hmm. all kinds of areas that we were not experts in. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We use a GPS, Jackie, for God's sakes. We use a GPS to take us from one place to the other. Um, and that's okay. We can get guidance from some kind of robotic person on, on, a, on a, an electronic device. But you want to allow yourself to, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm really feeling off and I want to figure that out. So that's why I love talking with you. I love your, your podcast. I love that you say, you know, that about how to do their shit because that's that's real yeah you know, that is <laughs> Thank that's you. the well and that's the real stuff right that how are we going to handle our own shit on a daily basis so that at some point we feel like we can walk through that stuff and we don't and we don't drown in it yeah because it's we can drown mm -hmm. and that's what i mean it's my impression that that's what leads to depression Mm -hmm. to to anxiety to mm -hmm. all these crazy thoughts that we can't mm -hmm. get to i mean i know as someone who's now in menopause and there was a point where i was like why am i having these thoughts mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i came to self and i'm like wait a minute i may have some hormone you know irregular but irregularity <laughs> whatever uh <-huh>. they're not <laughs> regular not regular right they're not regular but like the only way I could have come to that is because I know myself. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. sought out therapy. I've mm -hmm. sought out resources mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to help me come to that conclusion. Right. And, and that's the thing that we as Latinas mm -hmm. need to understand that we first have to take care of self. Right. Right. And that that is okay, that that's a crucial piece to being available then for others, whether it's friends, family, your children. If that is your essence of, of your value system, that you want to be able to be helpful to others, then be compassionate with yourself, Jackie. Yeah. You know, so that you have like, you know, like you create a reservoir of stuff to be able to offer. You know, so when you say, when you ask me about the burnout, that's, that's where I start. Can you just, can you come to the place where you say, okay, if I take an hour for myself, that's a good thing. And then can we do something with that hour? Um, I don't care what it is, but that you can discuss it with me. You can express it. Um, and then will you celebrate? Will you celebrate? Yeah. The hour that hills. I only took an hour this week, but it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we need yeah. to celebrate because no one else will do it unless you do it yourself. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, 
goodness, I, I can, this is for me a whole therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. So I know that, you know, we're coming to the end of our, of our segment here, but I always ask my amigas for one or two tips on how an amiga can handle her shit. So if you can, you know, provide some, if you have. Well, I'm going to go back to this idea of, you know, doing for yourself. So I call them play dates, Jackie. Okay. So give yourself a play date a week. Maybe you start off with something that is very, you know, conventional. Oh, you know, I'm going to go to the mall. But maybe then you start to get creative in and allowing yourself to really listen to your, you know, that little voice inside. It's in there because, you know, if you look at a kid, a kid knows because their fantasy playing, their their imagination is working. We just kind of suppress that, but it's in there. You know, we have to dig around. So I would tell you, do a little play date with yourself once a week. It's not quantity of time. It's more the carving and the, of that time, the permission for yourself, and then see what happens. See what happens on those play dates. See how you do. Take some notes for yourself. Bounce it around. If you're not ready to do therapy or coaching, who's your friend? Who's the person that fills you in your life? Go bounce that off them. Ask them, what are they, what do you think? What do you think about this? And before you know it, you got a little bit of a snowball thing going on. Oh, I like that. Give yourself a play date. I think I'm going to go get my nails done. There you go. There you go. It doesn't matter what it is. It's whatever resonates for you that says. Yes. Yes. Right. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Amiga. This is amazing because I, these are words that um, Amigas can, can hear and gravitate towards, Mm -hmm. you know, let's be all about ourselves. You know, it's, it's stop being selfless because it's not selfish, you know? So just, you know, reframing the words we tell ourselves. Absolutely. You know, that that's, that's, it's super important for us to do that. And I am excited for this episode. I know a lot of amigas are going to resonate. So I just, I'm super grateful to have you here. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Okay. And I hope that you have a wonderful manicure and that (laughs) maybe you'll splurge and do a little petty also in there. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Definitely, 1,000%. I'm going to go on my play date. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Enjoy, and I look forward to talking to you or listening to more of your podcasts. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.